It's your homie Rashawn. Be cool. And this your boy C. Three men collaborating for the betterment of each other and listeners. Welcome to the Betterment Podcast. I look to to Today is already blessed. What's good? Yes, What's good? Sir. What's going on, fellas? Going How on? y'all doing? Man, good, great, man. Great. Great. Good, How you man. Hey man, everything is like you said. Today is already blessed. Everything is good. Want to shout out to our uh, today's already blessed warriors for standing tall, posting every day. Yeah, stand tall and breathe God's great air. You know, today is already blessed. Man, blessings. As my uh, as my pastor said earlier today, when you open one eye and then you open the other, you know, today's already. There you go, man. And look, uh, even if you didn't have no eyes to open, it still woke up. You still come man. on, feel me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, see, man. What's good, Yo. man? Everything all right? Yeah, man. Good. Blessings, man. Blessings on blessings. That's hey, what's up? Hey. That's what's up. So, uh, we uh just wanna say uh what up to all our listeners and followers thank you for sharing and showing love we appreciate y'all definitely surely do surely do definitely 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 so fellas you know we we still um dealing with you know uh the uh issues of the world whether it be COVID 19 um you know injustice police police brutality um, all those things, man. We dealing with a lot of things, and obviously, you guys know we are trying to create a betterment society. And we felt like one way to create a betterment society is to identify leaders in our community. Yes. Right. So, in one way that the Betterment Podcast is doing that, we are actually asking who we feel like are leaders in our communities and giving them a platform and a chance to. Uh, you know, just give their uh, knowledge and, you know, any information. And on today, we have Miss Laquana Palmer. I'm going to give a big, big shout out to her. Woo! Bye. Yeah. Thanks, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Miss Palmer, Miss Palmer currently serves as a program manager at the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services. Um, what else does she do? She, uh, well, I mean, you know what? I'm just going to let her explain who she is and, you know, all that. Miss Palmer, how are you doing today? All is well. All is well. Thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of y'all's conversation today. Um, and it's just so much that's going on and I'm just proud that, you know, I could serve as a leader out here as we face all of these different dynamics that we're, we're going through. Um, like Brandon said, you know, we've known each other for years. We grew up together and, you know, it's just amazing that the things that we were taught and the foundations that we were able to build at, at a yeah. young age, that we were able to take those things now and, and help lead those that are, that are going through, you know, currently. Yes, Definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. The good old days, you know? Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> you know, I'm a homegirl. You know, I'm from Raleigh. Um, you know, went to Apex High School. Um, okay. Ended up going to UNC Greensboro for undergrad and then came on back this direction and went to North Carolina Central um, University for my master's. 
So, you know, I was able to take, you know, a lot of the work that I did in, in public health and, and taking some of the stuff that I've do, been doing in, in public administration. And now I'm serving in a leadership role with, you know, the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services, working with the, the secretary of, of that, that office. So I'm wow. really, really proud to, to be in a position. There's not many um, people who look like us who are working, you know, at that level. <laughs> So okay. just the fact okay. that I'm able to, to be there and have a voice for us is, is definitely a proud moment that I don't, you know, take lightly. Wow. Wow. That's that's huge. That's, yeah, that's it huge. is. <clears throat> with definitely. that said, with that said, Laquana, um, I want to ask you something. This is Rashawn, Word Life. I uh, want to ask you something. The, the responsibility of that, um, that's a huge responsibility, you know, um, being a, a black female in that in that office uh how do you deal with that responsibility and and what is required of you in that in that role um i would say one of the biggest things that that i make sure happens in that office when i'm sitting at the table you know as you know upper leadership is making sure that i am continuously a part of the conversation and that i am mm. not looked at as a token in that office um, so just making sure that I continuously bring up our the issues that are facing the black and brown communities and, and just making sure that, you know, the issues that we're seeing and, and a lot of our, our lower income, whether it's black, brown, even, you know, our white communities, there's, there's so many rural communities that are facing some of the same issues that our black and brown folks are seeing as well. So uh, in that office, it's just so important to make sure that 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 conversation continuously happens. So some of the things that I do in the office, I look at social determinants of health. And that just means I am looking at what are some of those other factors that are impacting people outside of their health? And what are some mm. of the things that we can do with improving those outcomes to ensure that people can live longer? So okay. I'm looking at housing, I'm looking at transportation, I'm looking at employment, I'm, I'm looking at all of those those different factors that can make a difference on whether or not a, a person is making a decision about whether or not they're going to pay for their medication or if they're going to pay for the gas to put in their car or put food on their table. So um, my role, you know, as a program manager um, is to go in and look at all of those things and, and serve in the think tank to help with, you know, a lot of those different issues. So there's a big project that I work on called NC Care 360 that helps with linking people um, to the resources that they need. So that's that's my leadership role and, and what I do in, in helping with, you know, like I said, linking people to those resources that they need to improve their health. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Real, very important. Very important. Yes. I mean, it's critical, yes. but yo, I, I still see myself as, as a home girl. It's like, you know, I don't I don't let the education, I don't let, you know, the, the accolades and, and things like that, whatever, blind me from from seeing what's up. So mm -hmm. I still have to stay grounded as far as like keeping my ears to the street and knowing exactly what, what is happening. So I still involved. I, I coach a girls volleyball team. So they're they're eight to twelve years old. And one of the oh, beautiful man. things that, <laughs> that I do with uh, with teaching them is is making sure it's like, yo, if you don't learn any of these volleyball skills at the end of the day, I want you to be able to walk out the door with courage and confidence. 
So it's, it's so important to make sure that like, even in, you know, working in those positions that I still got to make sure that I'm connected to, to my folks so that I can know what to say and what to do. You know, you know, I'm, I'm always led by him. He, he yeah. is my guide. He is the one who, who has allowed me to even be in these positions, but oh God, it's just so important to make sure that, that I'm continuously, you know, I'm able to tangibly touch people and, and put them where they need to be. So I can't mm. be up there by myself. I got to continuously reach back. Man, that's amazing. That's and, awesome. and we truly, we respect that because, you know, you yes. have a humble, you have a humble heart. And, and like you said, with the accolades, you still are reaching back to the streets and to the common people so you can know what's going on. Because so many times you see in leadership, you see somebody that gets to a place and they forget where they come from. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of the the biggest travesties you can have, you know. So kudos to you and shout out to you. I appreciate that a lot. (laughs) Real talk. I do, I do, I do. That that was uh I'm you know, I'm like, man, I'm I'm about to be word life over here. I'm so proud of you, like just knowing your journey and uh just knowing that you're a homegirl and you, you know, throughout the week you carry that responsibility. Like Absolutely. man, yeah. I, I, I never would have thought of it, but I definitely know you had a heart for it. So I thank God that he placed you in those positions and I and I know that you'll continue to grow and be better because you're young. And fellas, I forgot to mention that Laquana has been, she has, if I'm not mistaken, you are one of the 40 under 40 for North Carolina Central University. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, correct? Well, yes. Put on. Yeah. There's 39 other individuals and, and shout out to Sharon Jackson, who is from Fuquay and yeah. she was recognized as well. And yeah, um, she'll be on later. Yeah. Yeah. So we were, you know, all, you know, we're 40, all of us are under the age of 40 years of age. And we have been recognized in our, our different perspectives and our different areas. Um, for the work that we are doing, you know, in the community. So it could be for real estate, it could be working in government, it can be, you know, just, you know, the public service that you do. And um, we are the class of 2020. It's something that they recognize people um, every other year. So we're the class of 2020. And it's just an honor to just be recognized as an alumni of, you know, North Carolina Central University for the work that we're doing out there. Like, Brandon, you know, we keep saying, like, you know, but I, I'm honest, it's like, yo, you know, like you said, for me and and knowing my, my upbringing, uh, I have yeah. two great parents who was raised by my mom and my dad and, right. you know, here, you know, right. Molly. Um, Shout out to moms and pops. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I definitely, as, a, as an adolescent, you know, grew up with, you know, certain issues. I dealt with anxiety and depression growing up as an adolescent. So, mm. so to mm. see and be able to grow and have God's grace to, to get me through that phase of life where um, doctors told me that I wasn't going to be able to even, you know, live on my own that I would, mm. I would have to be able to say, be taken care of by my parents for the rest of my life. So wow. the fact that I go from there and to the point to where I am now, I, I'll tell you, it's only God's grace that I'm, I'm, I'm where I am now, but it's through those experiences that I was able to, to take that and put that mm. passion into the work that I do now. 
because mm. I want another little girl when they are my age to have someone who looks like me that they can turn back to and say, you know what, she had a hard time. However, you know, I can see she made it through. I think I could push yes. her a little bit further too. Yes. So that's, that's yes. what I hope, you know, that's why I coach that girls volleyball team. And like I said, courage and confidence is what I try to, you know, teach everyone that I come across. Wow. That's great. Man. That's awesome. Man. Testimony. That's awesome. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, so it's just so critical. And I encourage y'all to keep doing what y'all doing. This this podcast is amazing. It's great. You know, you're getting the voices out there and and we need more of this. So I just want to, you know, you know, not just feed into me. I want to feed into y'all as well and say y'all need to, you know, Thank keep you. pushing and keep doing what you're doing because we hear you, Kings. We hear you. Well, Thank we you. Appreciate, uh, appreciate it. it. Appreciate that. Definitely. 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 Yeah. Wow. So I got a question. This is uh this is C. Um, what is some advice that you would give someone right now um that it, that may be going through some of the issues of anxiety like like you face yourself? So one of the things that I that I would encourage them to do is is get the help, seek the help. So mm. don't don't be afraid. Like I, I'll, and I'll speak out because I'm a mental health advocate and I'll say that, you know, yes, we love the Lord and the Lord will see us through and he's not going to allow us to go through this by ourselves. But sometimes you need some help. You need a little couch time. <laughs> <laughs> right, so right. Don't, That's be, true. don't be afraid to reach out and get the time and take the time off that you need to take care of yourself. So whatever it is that you, you know, you need to do to to get back to a place where you're able to to function and, and live a productive life, take that time and take care of yourself and, and do those things because you you can't help other people before you help yourself. So you know how you're on an airplane and they tell you to make sure you put your mask on before you try to help somebody else? Please put right. your mask on, you know. <laughs> pull for your own life support before you go out there trying to help everybody else. And that was one of the things that I had to make sure, you know, I did. So that is what I encourage others to do is, you know, find out what that is that you need to do to make sure that you are finding that healing um, before you go out there and you, you're you trying to go out there and mess somebody else up, you know? <laughs> wow. <Right. laughs> wow. That's, that's, that's yeah, great advice. You know, it's, it's funny she says that, fellas, because that's kind of been a reoccurring theme that we've been having on this show. You know, a lot of our guests have been talking about self-care, like our last show with Kevin, Jess, you know, Jesus and therapy. Yeah. Everybody's mm -hmm. talking about self-care. And it's I think it's something that God is really pushing at us. You know, take care of yourself, because when you take care of yourself, it becomes a communal thing. Mm -hmm. It spreads out. So mm -hmm. if I take care of myself and C and B and, and you are all taking care of ourselves, we can be stronger. You know, we can we can run longer. We can move faster. Mm -hmm. You know, we can stay in the fight even longer. You know, so you know that's a that's some great advice, man. You know, mm -hmm. self care. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, right. it's really community care. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. And and I see that as transformative leadership. So mm. we are we are a communal people, and so therefore we are always going to want to to reach back to help each other. We're not going to mm -hmm. want to leave mm -hmm. a person on their own. So as a part of that transformative, you know, leadership, you have got to do that. That is so you know critical. If we want to be able to to reach back and and pull each other up, whatever, you got to do that self care. Take that time that you need. 
Um, it may take your time might be longer than someone else and don't judge somebody else's time and how long it took them. But, you know, just do what you got to do to take care of yourself so we can continue to lead each other. Yo, beautiful. Yo. Oh, that was yeah. beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. So, so I, I give. Yeah, go ahead, go B. Ahead. See. No, 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 go no. Go ahead, no, B. No, no, no. All right. I, I, I had a question. I, I was, I was reading your bio, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I went to school for PR at, at Saint Aug, and I saw that you were, uh, you are former public information officer. Yes. And I was like, wow, that's that's really dope, you know. <laughs> so in, in this situation with COVID nineteen going on and and social injustice going on, there's a lot of PR happening. Yes. A lot of, you know, information that's being passed on and there's a lot of smoke and mirrors, you know, mm-hmm. what what's your thoughts on what's being said right now concerning the, the whole climate of health and the climate of social justice within within the government, especially our state government? Right now? Mm-hmm. So I, I will tell you, all there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that y'all don't mm-hmm. see. These folks are not sleeping at night. Uh, you know, there's a lot that, that is said about, like, you know, our, our, you know, our governor and the things that he's doing and, and mm-hmm. even with, you know, our, our Madam Secretary. But I'll tell you, these folks, they, they absolutely do care. They care what is happening. And there is a lot of science that goes behind a lot of the decisions that are being made. So people mm. aren't just pulling it out of their ears. Um, they're, they're paying attention to, you know, the different trends and, and things that are, that are happening. They're looking at the different committee, um, not committees, but the different communities. They are, they are paying attention what is happening. And a lot of the, with these employers that are continuously allowing, you know, people working in, in conditions that are not as, um, as safe as they could be. And they're paying attention to all of that. And, and I'm speaking specifically to COVID. So, mm. you know, I, I don't take lightly a lot of the, the decisions that are being made. There are still more decisions to be made, especially as we start to think about, you know, kids going back to school. school. And, yes, and, yes, and yes. Just, you know, you know, the decisions about the mask that, you know, that are, we're wearing and then things like that. So, you know, we have to just continuously, you know, keep them lifted as a, a as a public information officer. And I, and I still serve in that role because of the fact that I, I did crisis communication. So, OK, you know, OK. So still wow. looking at that. That's still, yeah, still working in that role. So uh, prior to me working in the secretary's office, I worked in the division of public health and I worked with public health preparedness and response. And so my job was to respond to all crises that were happening in the state. So if it was bioterrorism, whether it was a, a spill that was happening in the community, I, I had to do all of that. Even the stuff that's going on with COVID, that, that fell under me. So mm-hmm. still serving in that communications role, like you're saying, you know, we, we have to be make sure that any communication that we're putting out, we have to make sure it is not only verified, but it's got to be credible. So we're not going to put any information out there that is not credible and it's just not something that's going to keep you safe. Hmm. Great answer. I love it. I love it. Good stuff. Hey, man, she, she, I'm about to give you like a Wonder Woman build or something. Like. <laughs> man, if y'all only knew, I, I, I feel like I've done it all, which is one of the, the great things that, I, that has led me here. I've done everything from you know, pregnancy prevention to, to HIV prevention to, you know, like I said, working in bioterrorism and, you know, on, on and on and on and on. But God, God has given me, you know, all of this yes. to, to do what yes. I'm doing now. 
that's yeah. that's why I can help with you know helping with a lot of these decisions that that we're making. So I, I don't take it lightly. I'm I'm definitely been blessed. Right. That's man. Right. So so before so before COVID, what would you say would be one of the top like health issues amongst our community here in the state of North Carolina? Oh, one of the, the top things I can, I can tell you, some of the top things that we were dealing with is still, and if you're looking at black and brown communities, it's still going to be um, everything related to heart disease and also dealing with um, diabetes as well. So those those are our, our top, top killers. But something else that we don't talk about that is also up there as well is, is domestic violence. Mm. It is one of the key things. We we look at four different issues that are happening in in my office. There's four different issues that we pay attention to on a regular basis, and that is housing, transportation, um, food, and um, interpersonal safety, and that's domestic violence. So we're looking at you know how much food is a person able to get, you know if they're living in safe housing. And, you know, whether or not they're in an abusive situation. So we, we pay attention to all those things. And, and those are the, the four critical areas that are impacting our state on a regular basis. So, you know, if you're looking at heart disease, you're looking at diabetes, those things are they're taking us out left and right. But we have to figure out why those things are happening. Those things mm. are happening because of the amount of stress that we have on a regular basis. We look wow. at. The, the food that is in our communities, because it's no longer what they, they've been saying, food deserts. It is food apartheid because it's a whole system. So mm. if you're looking at food apartheid, it goes on up to um, not just the what they're putting in our grocery stores, but it is the types of food that they're, they're putting in our grocery stores and the types of restaurants that they're putting in our communities. Wow. Go ahead and, and preach the, now. And go ahead. Go ahead. Us, you know, an hour on a bus both ways to, to even get to a, a grocery store where you can find the food that you need to, to medically treat your diabetes and your hypertension and your, your heart disease. So we, we wow. have to look at these. And then I'm, you add on top of that, that you don't have adequate housing that you're, you're homeless as well. It's like, come on, you got all these things counting against you and then you want me to have better health as well. It's like, come on, come on. Yeah. Now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So mm. these things, you know, like I said, my office, we, we look at all of those different things and, and we're, we're trying to, to figure out solutions. So we're trying to find housing solutions, transportation solutions, you know, trying to get food into, you know, our communities to make sure that this food apartheid can come to an end. But um, it's, it's right. something that, that I'm hoping that we can all, you know, do together. So we're continuously looking at our community-based organizations, but not just looking at the community-based organizations that are out there. They have to be historically, not, from communities that are historically marginalized. So we're looking at more of those black and brown leaders. We're looking at those native leaders. We're looking at those Asian Pacific um, leaders to see what they are doing yeah. and what resources we can give to them to help with reaching our people even more. Mm. Man, um, awesome. what you just said, what you just said, um, you know, something that uh, I can identify with that uh, is poverty. Yes. Poverty, I believe, is is related to all of the above. Mm -hmm. And I also think the the uh, I guess the, the psychology part where we need 
mental health because I think a lot of times when you when you say that domestic violence, that really made me think like, you know, people need mental health help out here, man. Yeah. You know, and um, sometimes, man, behaviors are learned or they're they're uh, they're generational. Yeah. You know, and um, if if mm. somebody grows up in, in a household and they see that, that's what that's all they know how to do. You know, and, and I can't sit here and say it makes them a bad person, but it, it's not right. And yeah. I think that's um, I, I, people just need help out here. That's that's alarming to know that that is a huge thing that is affecting our culture and our community. Mm-hmm. Because if that's if that's happening in a home, I probably would say maybe 95 percent of those homes probably got children in. Yes. Yes. Right. Wow. Mm. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And, and so, so that's, that's how, how does that impact all of our, our different plans and the things that we we're working on? So, of course, we hear about, you know, opioids and all of that. But we also think about everything that is helping with our, our early childhood education as well. So that that all mm. feeds into it. And, and definitely, mm-hmm. you know, what I know that I, I'm a part of and what I work on on a regular basis. Man. Mm. Man, wow, that's it's a lot. lot. Yeah, yes, <laughs> it is a lot, man. You know what? And I'm not even gonna lie and tell y'all that it's not a lot. No, it is a lot. But I'm happy to say I don't do this on my own. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I said, I, yeah. I reach back. There's not a time where, um, I, just an example. On Friday, I um was in a meeting and we were just talking about food insecurity and we were like, look, you know, we need to get somebody on board who has got more experience with um working with food and and crazy enough i had an old childhood friend that i've known since middle school she had reached out to me tuesday and said yo you know i got a background with working with local farmers i got a background in doing you know community and, and economic development and food mm-hmm. development um if you've got anywhere where mm-hmm. i can be you know involved in something please pull me in i was like well i got a meeting that you need to come to on friday so it's never been you, an opportunity, you know a chance where i haven't been able to reach out to someone and say hey i need help number one i said i need help and i'm not afraid to say when i need help and and, and pull them right. you know whenever i need something so i got a village that i work with i have an amazing village and i can reach out to these individuals to help to be a part of a lot of this work that is doing so it's a lot but i ain't doing this by myself come on okay. come on it's amazing definitely amazing it's one thing that that stand out to me um, with you and also our past guests is, is um, you know, acknowledging God and everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's everything to me. And I know yes, for the is. rest of us that's on this call is acknowledging God yeah. and knowing that with God, um, even the things that you're that you're responsible for now with God, you know, He got us with all of that. Yeah. So, absolutely definitely. absolutely it's something that I, I prayed on for a long time i prayed for this so lord you know i prayed for this so i know that you'll give me the tools to, to make it through this you know this is something right. you know right. when when you go off to school and you you get those scholarships and you got all that money you got the student loans and stuff like that whatever you just say lord please allow me to to do what my heart desires and and i am blessed to be able to say that i'm doing exactly what i prayed for I was at the age of 12 when I prayed to God and I said, Lord, I want to go to a UNC. So I was very specific with my prayer. I want to go to a school in the UNC system. I want to work in the health field. I want to be able to connect people to 
to the, the stuff that they need to be able to live healthier lives. And I'm happy to say that that prayer that I prayed at the age of 12, that I'm doing it today. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So that's, that's I speak back to those things that me and Brandon learned, you know, at a at a yeah. age <laughs> foundation was was built. You know, Brandon, you know, Fitz always told us fun was the byproduct. Hey, they fellas, <laughs> fellas, I was just fellas, I was just about to bring up Fitz, man. I'm telling you, man. Shout Listen, she don't read something. Shout out to her. Yo, she, hey, yeah, she was such a blessing to our lives, and she taught us <laughs> so much at St. Mary's Blue Baptist Church. And, man. I mean, you know, we were just able to, like I said, build a foundation, and, and many of us yeah. that were in that 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 group, that youth group, we are all doing so well. But and I not only attribute to uh, attribute that to you know again what we learned. We have wonderful parents that taught right. us, but we also had that right. village that stood behind us. Yeah, man, that's amazing. To this day, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah. We hey, you know what? Cool. One day we're gonna have to have her on the show, man. Man, man. I've been trying to get this <laughs> on the show for <laughs> six months, <laughs> man. And, she, she's like, no, no, no. You guys are doing great. <laughs> no, to do the great work. You don't yes. need me. I'm here for you to stand on my shoulders. No, no, no. I don't want to. I'm fine where I'm at. She said she has served her time, but I feel yeah. like um, at some point she will definitely get on the Betterment podcast and bless not know, only man. us, but our listeners. Yeah. 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 Just Hey, just tell her all we need is just like 10 minutes, man. 10, <laughs> ten minutes. You're not going to get the 10 minutes. <laughs> that's that's the thing. <laughs> that 10, 10 minutes, minutes probably going to turn into two hours, man. You 10 know? minutes does not equate with this. But she has I'm, so and I mean just, And I mean just... <laughs> I mean, just ten minutes of just speaking into whatever it is, a prayer, what right. something, man. Yeah, you know. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, she's a true <laughs> educator, y'all. Y'all don't understand. Yeah. Fist taught a lot of babies, and you know the Apex, yeah. Holly Springs, Fuquay, you know, yeah. Raleigh community. Oh, yeah. She she fed into a lot of different kids. So I, I'm telling yeah. you, like. Ah, she's just amazing. She's she's amazing. Yeah, you know that's that's the thing. You know, you can tell a tree by its fruits. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah. And when I when I met her at the rally, you know, you know when you when you meet someone who has a special anointing on them, mm-hmm. you know, it, and she had it. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what she lives and breathes, man. So I am thankful for her because. Two of you guys are on the on the show right now because of what she has poured into you guys, mm-hmm. man. You know, yeah. shout out to her, man. Shout out to God for making her the way she is. Yeah. How about that? Huh? Sure. <laughs> with the cowbells and with the football games oh, and the bangles. Man. She's just she's she's awesome. All around. All around. She's all around. All around. <laughs> and, and look, that's that is that is a powerful thing because you know, when we give honor to the people that came before us. You know, mm-hmm. God honors that man. And that's that's one thing, the betterment, you know, podcast, the betterment society. That's what we're about. You know, the ones that have paved the way before us, man. So we can do what we're doing right now, man. Um, shout out to all of them that exist, man, throughout mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for real. And, and that's something that I I, I, I thank God in, in a collective way with all of you guys about, man, because, 
you know, we wouldn't be here unless those people actually did what they did and, and yes. actually lived out their calling, man. Because, you know, it's it's one thing, man, just to live, but when you live your calling, man, mm-hmm. when you become yeah. mm. when you when you become what God purposed you to be and to do, mm-hmm. that's really when you just do so much kingdom work. That's when you change mm. you change the world then. You know, you change the world. So um, I, I just humbly say thank you for all of that, man. <laughs> no doubt, yes. no doubt. Shout out, shout out to Fish, man. We yes. definitely. I, and fellas, I want to tell y'all. Uh, thus far, every guest that I've introduced has stemmed from a fish from Fish's tree. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, powerful, powerful. Yeah, I, I'm just. Just, I just thought about that. So that that's that's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Um Laquata, so what 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 is we as citizens, as you know, you know, men and women in the community, what can we do to make this work? Like mm-hmm. what what would what would your department say you would you you need or you guys need from the community? Continuously point out what we're not doing right. Mm-hmm. continuously point it, point it out and let us know because if you don't point it out like my daddy said closed mouths don't get fed so, Come on. so I, we need for you to let us know when we're not getting it right because we need to go in and fix it so or make improvements or or if there's something that um that we're not communicating to to you all, you've, you've got to let us know because we want to make sure that you're not only getting the information that you need, but you're getting the services and the programs that you need. So I, I would say, please make sure that you are still making your voice be heard. Mm-hmm. You are voting. That you are, um, and I'll just slide it in wearing your mask. <laughs> so. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so, Laquana, with, with that being said, Laquana, how do people that are listening to us, how do they reach out to your office to let you guys know? Okay. Well, how, what's the what's the way? Absolutely. So, um, one of the ways that you can reach out to my office, we are the Office of Healthy Opportunities. So, you can reach out through Healthy Opportunities at DHHS dot nc dot gov and and that is the office um like i said my, my office sits in the secretary's office so therefore we're able to get you know a, a lot of the information that, and i'm able to to share that with all of the divisions that are across of, uh dhhs so you know again that's healthy opportunities at dhhs dot nc dot gov and share your voice share share what it is that you're you're going through and, and some of the things that you would like to see happen across the state. And we want to make sure those things are, are getting implemented into a lot of our, our different initiatives that we're doing. Thank right. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Oh, man. I Man, I'm so glad that you were able to come on the show tonight. No doubt. Just, no doubt. Yeah, Thank you again definitely. for the invitation. You know, I yeah. appreciate it that, you know, again, that we're able to have this conversation together. I think it's so critical. Yeah, definitely. And like I said uh, earlier, uh, not on the show, but when I was speaking to, we definitely got to link up because I know um, the fellas and I definitely want to uh, improve our community. 
So whatever ideas, whatever tips, whatever avenues you can point us down, we definitely would like to continue to clear communication and, you know, continue to improve our community. So, yeah. I want to do that. One of one of the things that next thing that's on my list to do is to make sure that we have the structures that are in place, the infrastructures that are in place, whether it is, you know, the work that you're doing with your podcast or even if you have your own, you know, community based organization. I want to make sure that you have the, the business structures that are in place to ensure that you can get the resources and funding that you need to to keep services and programs going for our communities so Amen. let's 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 mm. talk let's talk yeah, yeah we definitely we yeah. definitely need to have a talk then <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you say asap <laughs> yeah asap because there's too many opportunities that that calm down different proposals different you know just different things that that come to you know come through whether it's my office or, or other state offices or or from other you know foundations that are out there because i'm involved in a lot of the investment mapping talks and it's crazy that there's so much money that is there to support but we just don't have that that structure in our businesses to to one be able to accept the money or if you do get the money keep the money so yeah. I want us to be able yeah. to keep the money in our communities and, and keep it flowing. Again, the black, brown, and, you know, rural communities is, is really what I'm, I'm focusing on. And that goes back to what I was talking about earlier, poverty. And yep. sometimes the, the difference between poverty and wealth is just the knowledge, the information, that's it. you know, um, and, and that's, uh, that's extremely powerful. Um, I, I got, I got a couple questions for you. Um, okay. and, uh, uh, I, I would love to get your input on this. Um, one, you've been in the position that you are and you, you've been a, a black person there, one, and being a black woman. How, how is the black community uh, viewed? And uh, as well, how is the black man viewed amongst your peers? Um, I would say that in our office, amongst our peers, especially with everything going right on right now, um, there's a lot of tiptoeing that happens. And it's like, mm. you know, folks, you know, they, they're afraid of what they don't know. And so mm. I would say we have more folks that are looking for opportunities to learn. But I would say with us, meaning me and even, you know, others that, uh, and black men, black women, you know, who look like me in the office, we are unapologetically saying that we are not here to teach you. <laughs> we, we are not here to teach you. That ain't where we sitting right now. There, there are plenty of tools and resources. I got to laugh at that. That's funny. <laughs> that we can point you towards. That okay, we have okay. spent all of our lives <laughs> learning for ourselves even paying and having formal education to learn a lot of these different things. So right. I encourage them to go and learn those exact same things. So, okay. um, <laughs> yeah, I, that's, that is, how, that is my approach as well okay. as in the office okay. as well. But as far, right as, on, they, <laughs> as far as how they view, they view us, they, they still view us as, as those leaders. We are not looked down upon. Um, okay. We, we are we are looked at as as a wealth and source, but however, I, I let them know I can't speak for everybody. Mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I, again, mm -hmm. like I said earlier in the show, you know I'm not your token, 
and and mm-hmm. I'm not your spokesperson, but I can I can share experiences of individuals that I that I've worked with, you know, in in my previous roles and in my in my current role, and I can share those experiences with the group that will help with leading and and helping with those decision making you know processes as we are working on policies and and like I said you know proposals and and things like that so you know uh it is it's critical like I said that our voices are still heard um but they are definitely not, not voices that are looked down upon they are actually you know welcomed and um and it wasn't just you know before everything that that was happening right now these are things that they were doing beforehand do we need more Absolutely, because it doesn't make any sense if I'm maybe one, two, three in the room. Mm-hmm. There's need. Mm-hmm. There should be more, um, but they definitely, um, as of recently, they have hired someone who works in um, diversity and inclusion, and and Jan- Janet Sullivan is in that role, and she works very closely with HR to to help with um, some of those issues that we've seen in, in state government in the past. So I'm, I am happy to say that, you know, there are, are certain things that have been being put in place, but um, of course there can always be more. Well, right. shout out to the state of North Carolina for being progressive in that, you know, that you guys know that there is an issue and you guys want to fix that. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Uh, yeah. And my, my other question was, um, as far as public health, something that is really huge in our community is, is crime against each other, black on black crime, you know, um, from from gangs to, to shooting, things of that nature. What do you got? What is your office doing in that? Uh, are you guys you guys have plans? Do you guys have units or any any breakdown on, on trying to 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 fix that type of situation? So we don't have uh, what I would call specific units, but we do in public health work closely with the Department of Public Safety so okay. that as you know, we are, are identifying these these different issues that are happening with crime and, and things like that. We we are making sure that that one, when an individual is released, that they're not being released out there on the street to where they can just repeat um, the mm-hmm. same things that happened, you know, before. But um, you know, from a public health perspective, it's just you know making sure that again we are putting resources in place <laughs> to make sure that we can help with mitigating these things before they happen. Mm-hmm. So whether it go. is because, again, going back to, you know, that interpersonal safety, which can be domestic violence or or any other violence that is happening in the community, we, we are putting, you know, things in place to make sure that they have the resources that they need to be, to be able to make a different decision. There you go. Because it's just there insanity you if you keep doing the same things over and over and over again, and you're not introducing something new for them to help with, changing that that mindset or, or help them with that that processing whether it is introducing mental health services whether it is making sure there's some stability that happens whether it's housing you know making sure the consistent food things like that you know you you got to make sure those things are, are being introduced so that you can can help with like i said mitigating and, and preventing things from 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 happening again mm. wow wow well yeah. yeah thank yes yeah <clears throat> yeah well said. Definitely. Yeah, it's See. it's a whole process. It's all it's all connected. You know, um, the the injustices and 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 things like that, whatever. That it is public health, social justice. Mm-hmm. It is public health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. all of these things that, that we're talking about. It it is a part of a, pers- a person's health 
because these are things that impact a person's health. If a person is, mm-hmm. is experiencing a certain stress level, if a person is not getting food, if they are, you know, experiencing violence or whatever, these things will all impact your health. So mm. it's just making sure that we, we continuously tie it all in, you know, together. Yes. That's great. Yeah. Wonderful. I definitely know uh, we will definitely be working together in the future. Yes. Um, I we have man we we definitely need you to be the bridge to those resources yeah like you said we definitely want to help out our black brown and rural community as well yeah um, bridging, the fellas, gap. bridging the gap bridging the gap fellas anything right. else for miss palmer before we let her go i uh, mean that's that's it i just received a lot of information <laughs> yes <laughs> that i'm th- yes. that i'm thankful for <laughs> yes know, so. hey, i mean yeah, I just just listening to her with this wealth of knowledge. I, I know in the future we're gonna be working together, like you said, Coop, and uh, yeah. I know she's gonna be back on the show down the road. You know, so oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. oh yeah. You know, definitely. you know, just see me. You know, I'm a plug. So it's just kind of like, <laughs> yo, just let me yeah. know what you need. And yeah. I, again, I, I try to make sure folks are connected to what they need. So it's been a pleasure. To, to talk to y'all. Please keep going. We need this. We, we yes. need, you know, different ways where we can sit and be able to keep these conversations going and avenues yes. to where, you know, we can get messages out there. Um, If I don't say nothing else, continue to wear your mask. I'm going to say it over and over and over again. <laughs> Wash your hands. <laughs> and, and just social distance. So, you know, that's yeah. the last thing I want to make sure I share before I get off. I wouldn't there be a public go. health, you know, agent if I didn't say it. <laughs> there you go. Y'all heard it first, people. Wash your hands. Wear your yeah, mask. And, 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 you know, it's it's crazy. <laughs> You and, and you being who you are in the office that you are, you know, I I run in and come in contact with a lot of people that say, oh, it's not that serious. It's not that serious because maybe they have a different political view and they've heard certain things. And what would you say to those people? What What would you say? Being so, as though you are in the mix. So, you know, being in the mix, one of the things that, that, that concerns us and the reason why we are telling people to wear their masks. Is because if we don't continue to wear our mask, it will overwhelm our our medical community and our healthcare community. Which mm. means that if you go to the hospital today and you are having a heart attack, you are trying to have deliver a child, you are trying to have another medical need taken care of, you will not be able to do that because they, everyone is in the hospital trying to treat people for COVID. So it overwhelms our healthcare system when we are not following these directives to wear your mask. So in order for us to have the healthcare system in place, because I mean, you know, I'll be totally real with you. We've got a nurse shortage that is unbelievable. And that is not just North Carolina. That is Mm. all of the United States. So we do not have the, the number of medical professionals in place to make sure that people are being taken care of. So in order for us to be able to um, to function and have the health care that we need, we got to chill and wear our mask and stay home. Ladies mm. and gentlemen, y'all heard it first. Y'all that's heard it first. Man. Man. Hey, hey that's it. That's, hey, all. that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's just what it is. That's it. it is. Drop, 
bombs right there. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell y'all, like, you know, we could go on and on and on. So, you know, I, I said, y'all, please continue to be blessed. Like I said, keep going. This is amazing. This is great. I feel honored just to be a part of the conversation. Oh, no. Thank you for thank you. coming thank on. You. Like I said, thank this you. won't be the last one. You know, Rashawn, yeah. do the honors. Man, it has been an extreme pleasure to have you on here. And uh, may, may God continue to bless you in every endeavor in your life and everything yes. that you do. And may he light your path. Uh, and um, just just go out there and, and live a betterment life, man. That's what you yeah. do. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> appreciate y'all. Thank you. All right. Well, I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's your, it's your big homie, Rashawn, a.k.a. Fresh Water. It's your homie, Be Cool. And it's your boy, C. We, we out. out. Peace. Peace. I look to, to.